When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. KFI AM640, you're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Ken is away today. Deborah, do you have the chase on in the room? Yeah, I do. And yeah. there's this guy, looks like he's sucking helium from a balloon in this white pickup truck. And there are a bunch of police cars behind him. We have no idea oh why they were chasing him. But can you see that big white <laughs> yes. balloon? Yes, I can. I've been watching it for about five minutes. He really threw me off there when I see him sucking helium from a white. It's like, what? There's a dog running by now. Oh, yeah. He's, he's right at the edge of uh, a cement river. Um, oh no! And, I hope the dog's okay. And it's uh, like a stray. It, it looks like he got himself into a dead end up against the river. Um, oh, there are cops with their their guns got, drawn. The yes. dog just literally walked right by them. Well, he's it's it's a white pickup, and he's got uh, a, a wood in the back, like tree stumps in the back. It looks like, and he he was chased, and uh, the police executed two pit maneuvers on him. And both times he got spun around, and then he jumped over the median and went into the other direction. He's at Poplar Street, North Wilmington Avenue. Where would that be? I know he was in Compton for a time, but uh, I'm not familiar with this neighborhood. And he's at the end of a street, which leads into um, a fence overlooking the Cement River. And he's just hanging out. I don't know what just, the heck he's doing with this balloon. He's sucking on helium? Or he's yes, blowing he's, up the balloon? Yes. I mean, look, he's, he's holding it. Yeah, he's 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 moving around in in the front seat with the balloon. All right, Steve Gregory's here for another news story, but uh, you've seen everything. Oh gosh, what, a- what's he doing with the balloon here? Why do you ask me that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I I, I think, covered a thousand I, stories. I, I, know, I thought right? you know, is this new territory here? No, no, it's yeah. not actually. Um, 
you know, helium, I don't know, unless he wants to just hear himself talk in a high pitch. <laughs> Other than that, you know, it could be yeah. uh, nitrous. Do you, think, do you think he was sucking in or blowing out? Like, was he trying to blow up the balloon or was he sucking the helium out of it? Yeah, because it could be right. nitrous, too, because people, you know. Oh, oh they, so, yeah, he's getting a high then. Yeah, right? he's getting a high. Well, that would make sense. It's like yeah. huffing. Yeah, with the paint. Um, <laughs> he's huffing out of a balloon. <laughs> nice you never day. know, you know. They, they could they could insert it in. Look, there you go. There he is again. So, there's yeah. A, there's a lot of cops. But look at that, though. There, oh, cars. yeah. That, oh, look. He's, you think he's going to push him over into that river? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's a chain link fence in the way. Oh, they've blocked him. Yeah. He's done now. Yeah, he's got nowhere to go. Oh, uh, this will be a standoff for a while. So he's just going to sit there and get on. Yeah, high. and you know, <laughs> yesterday I just went on the uh, L.A. County Sheriff's uh, Pursuit training track. Yes, uh, this sounds up in very Kastink. cool. Yeah, so I got to go up and drive the cars yesterday. How was um, it? Was it, it was event? fantastic. Yeah, so the real cars, right? Not oh, a yeah, simulator. those SUVs. We were driving those SUVs. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so uh, those are police interceptors. So we did the track yesterday, and they put in two or three scenarios for us. And one of them was actually pursuit, a pursuit of an armed robbery suspect. And, you know, we had to do the radio. We had to do the calls and all this stuff so and just to try to. You're chasing the suspect. I'm chasing huh? the suspect, yeah. And um, it, it, it's fascinating because one thing Wait, we there's learned, some smoke oh, now coming out of there this we go. truck. We're trying to do a close-up on the driver. Yeah. He's doing we- a bong. <laughs> oh, Let there is smoking. smoke coming from the front. Uh, yeah. I think he's smoking. Yeah, he's smoking. So he might, he's sucking on the balloon. And hey. he's getting high. <laughs> but you know what they're doing now is that, you know, they've got time on their side. They don't have to take any action if they don't no. do. There's no imminent threat to anybody else but no. himself. But these pursuits, believe it or not, the policy is they have to drive the speed limit for a pursuit. The only threshold they have is about 20 miles over the posted speed limit. That's a state law. I didn't know that. Because, yeah. Because that, you see these guys driving 100 miles an hour. So. But, but the cops aren't driving 100 miles an hour. If you watch the way they do it, it's all about rules of engagement. And the deputies on the ground or the officers on the ground, they coordinate with their supervisors or their watch commander. Oh, that's interesting. The deputies are retreating. Well, he's talking to them. He's sticking his head out the window and he was saying something. Now, so you can see he's he's still talking and engaging with the officers. Uh, yeah, he's high. You can tell by just you know, you're doing the smoking, the balloons, all that. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's probably in a complete state. He's throwing oh, he's, something oh. out the window now. What is that? Looks like an article of clothing or something. <laughs> <laughs> he threw his bong out the window. <laughs> but uh, to finish the thought there, yeah. that the. Uh, uh, yeah, so they they have very strict policies on how fast they can go. Oh, so they have to hand it off, I guess, to the next uh, group of officers. Yeah, in, in some cases, yeah, some cases yeah. they'll ask for assistance or however, it, you know, depending on where the it, it starts. But um, you know, when they're chasing like that, they have to decide and work with their watch commanders and dispatch on whether or not to retreat from the chase, because disengaging is just as important in a chase like this as engaging. And right on a freeway chase, though, where he's going one hundred and ten. Well, it see, doesn't seem like they're hanging back and obeying a speed limit. You'd be surprised on how it looks like they're going super fast. But mm-hmm. yesterday when I was going around that track yeah. and it felt like I was going 100 miles an hour, I looked down, I'm going 55. It's oh. really weird. Yeah. But you 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 have this sense that you're you're flying down this, this track. And so you, did you catch your guy? I, it got so... <laughs> how do I put this? I had an instructor on the right side and anyone that remembers driver's ed... Uh, had a break. They had a break over yeah, there on sure. the on the passenger side, 
And so I was getting, it was getting so fast and I was getting so um, focused on getting the bad guy mm -hmm. that I got too close. And I was, I mean, I was about ready to do a pit maneuver on the guy and <laughs> run him off the road. The instructor had to hit the brake and go, okay, you got him. You got him. You got him. Slow down. Slow you got down. the adrenaline going. Oh, huh? it was, it was yeah. intense. I can understand why these, some of these officers might have the You tendency. were ready to jump out with the baton, oh, huh? Oh, heck yeah. yeah. I was, I had every weapon at my disposal. I was ready to go full force, man. There's no way. And then they actually put us through scenarios where they were chasing us. Uh -huh. And how we were going to shake the person. Oh, it was, it was fascinating. With L.A. County Sheriff's Department, the training. And, and, and so the feature is going to come out next week. We have all the video. We took video from inside yeah. the car, outside the car. We got drone footage. Um, it's pretty cool. We're putting sounds it like all, a good time. Yeah, we're putting all right. it all together for next week. All so. right. Well, um, can you stay another second? Yeah, we absolutely. Can talk about yeah. the reason. Uh, from last you, night. Originally come in yeah. last night. And this is the uh, shooting of uh, three LAPD officers in Lincoln Heights. Suspect's dead, and Steve will tell you the story coming up next, and we will keep track of uh, Crazy Guy and his balloon and his bong. And uh, he's at uh, Poplar Street and North Wilmington Avenue. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Uh, standoff continues in Compton at Poplar North Wilmington Avenue, right near a fence and a cement river. A guy is boxed in. At the end of a street, and uh, he's been uh, sucking out of a balloon, looks blowing smoke from a bong, maybe. He's that guy. And or or vape. A, I think he's vaping. Yeah, maybe. There's police with, oh, now they're walking towards oh, they're with a in. shield. There's four of them behind oh, this shield. Yeah. What's that shield made of? Oh, that's that's heavy. Oh, they got gas. They got the the, the capsaicin. Oh, they're putting the, the pepper spray in there. Looks like they sprayed it in his... Uh, in the flatbed. No, through the back window. Oh, through the back window. Now he's getting fresh air. <laughs> oh, he just rolls down the window. <laughs> he just rolled it down the window. Now he's sticking his head out. <laughs> so uh, the back window was open, I guess? Must have been. They were able to lob that thing in there. Yeah. He's got a white pickup truck with what looks like, are, are those wooden stumps? Yeah, that's what I thought they were. It they looks look like, like tree stumps. Yeah, they're, they look like tree stumps. Brown, circular. Future coffee tables. Yeah, right. <laughs> or end tables. Future end tables. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's get to what you sure, want to discuss. Sure, no problem. Three LAPD officers uh, shot in Lincoln Heights. Suspect dead. What happened? Yeah, yesterday afternoon, uh, looks like an undercover unit with LAPD from the Hollenbeck Division was actually surveilling this guy. And uh, we're talking about Lincoln Heights area of East L.A. And apparently some gunfire had been heard in, in the neighborhood. It's not clear what prompted the, the initial volley of gunfire. And it's not clear if this guy was the one shooting or if he was shooting at something or someone. But it did attract the attention of other officers from Hollenbeck Division. And when they got there, uh, this guy, they searched the area. And then this guy retreated into a shed. And when he refused to come out, they then called in a SWAT team excuse me, a canine unit. They called in canine units. And the canine units came in, and he still didn't come out, so they lobbed in some gas. Well, typically, when someone lobs gas in like that, they usually surrender. They usually come out. It, it, it disorients them. And in this case, he opened the door and then opened fire, striking the three officers. And uh, we were told that officers returned fire. We're not sure if all three returned fire or how many. And then he closed the door. Then SWAT was called in. SWAT contains the area, closes in, then they send in a robot. The robot goes in and takes a look, and then they find the body of this guy on the floor of the shed. And then all these questions start to swirl around. Well, 
Did he die of self-inflicted gunshot or was he shot by officers and then returned fire? So that was sort of the big question. Um, How badly hurt are the officers? They're actually doing really well. And I just got a text a moment ago that says two of them were going to be released in the hour, within the hour. Uh, their injuries were very, um, they were serious in, in nature, but they weren't life-threatening and they weren't critical. They were serious only because there were multiple gunshots and one of the officers got hit like four or five times. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah, my. Four or five areas of, of, of injury. Uh, most of them were arms, ankles, legs. Uh, one guy got hit in an abdomen area, one in a torso area, but it missed all vital areas. <laughs> Incredibly lucky. Yeah, very much so. And I, I'm, I'm sure they were all wearing their vests, so that yeah. probably helped immensely. The, um, the thing is now is I was just told who the, the name of this guy, Jonathan Magana, was on parole for robbery. On parole. Yeah, so he was a parolee at large, and that was uh -huh. one of the reasons why he was being watched. And why, had he not complied with the uh, parole rules? I guess not. Yeah. He didn't show up or do whatever it is he had to do, but uh, they classified him as a parolee at large. So he was already a bad dude by the time they got him. Right. So they weren't, they weren't, uh, do we know what his uh, crimes were? Robbery. I mean, just one robbery? Uh, got it just says he was on parole for robbery. All right. So it had last to, one. Yeah. So if he was on parole for robbery, it had to be armed robbery, I'm sure. It had to be felony, a felonious Yeah, uh, yeah some yeah. sort of felonious So act. he wasn't involved in a crime, they think, at that moment, though? Or, well, uh, I'm getting conflicting information. I have uh, sources telling me that uh, it was a narco unit that was surveilling him. So right. it might have been drug-related. Hey, guys, the, uh, the police officer is getting closer to oh. this guy. John, you missed the belly. What? His shirt kind of came up and... His oh. belly was hanging out the window. We, his belly was hanging out. Why would you notice that, Jebra? <laughs> because it was it was pretty prominent, was Steve. It? it was. And I know that John... Are you into bellies? No, I'm not, but John is. Oh. I say, dang. <laughs> oh, he's, he's oh, leaning there. out again. He's, he's hoisted himself up uh, out the side window. He's so high and, right now. And he's, he's waving his arms in the air. Look at him. He's so... Yeah. He's just out of it. Top half of his body is sticking out the driver's side window. He's leaning out, and he's yelling at the cops, and the cops have... Uh, you see how many I weapons know, are trained on him? Yeah, what, about eight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's eight guns uh, aimed right at his uh, head and torso there. Uh, yeah, they're just going to they're just gonna talk with him and let him mumble himself out of what, this. What does he think his leverage is right now? I don't think he's thinking. <laughs> what was in that balloon? He's probably wondering when the video game's going to end. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like he just blew his nose in his shirt. The pepper spray is getting to him. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so, they're, they're just trying to reason with him at this point. <laughs> but the way he was driving and the way he's acting right now, he's, he's obviously on some sort of substance. He's yeah. Just, it's pretty. Because um, even, uh, I don't know, this is, yeah, they're going to sit there and talk to him forever. Yeah. This could go on a while. Yeah. So uh, go, yeah. going back, going back sure. to the uh, guy who shot the uh, three cops, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Uh, no, so no loss there. <laughs> well, uh, so the question now is how did, you know, how did he die? And so I found out this morning from someone that that uh, had internal knowledge of this, that one of the robots, when they caught the image of the guy dead on the floor, they also caught an image of a gunshot wound to the temple. Right. So it, so it all it all points to it all points to probably him shooting himself. Yeah. I guess he didn't want to go back to prison. Yeah. Maybe he didn't have a good time. There. So he was born in 1990. So that would mm -hmm. make him what? Uh, 32, 30 something. Yeah. 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 30 something. So, um, yeah, Jonathan Magana is his name. And uh, well, real productive life.
Yeah, it was a it was a mess down there last night for sure. So that's uh, that's the latest. Two officers will be released within the hour, I'm told, and then you've got a third officer still at USC Medical Center, and but that their injuries are not life threatening. All right, good, very good, Steve. Thanks, thank, buddy. thank you very much. I'm going to sit here and watch the rest of this with you. Oh uh, yeah, this is good entertainment yeah. here. Uh, nobody's getting hurt. They're at Poplar Street, North Willington Avenue in uh, in Compton, and. Uh, it, it, that those are sheriff's deputies, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, LA County Sheriff, yeah. Right. And uh, they cornered a white pickup truck. Uh, a guy sitting in the front seat now is leaning out the driver's window. He's at the end of a block, uh, and he's just a few feet away from a uh, chain link fence that overlooks one of LA's famous cement rivers. So he's got nowhere to go. He's kind of at a dead end. And the cops are uh, surround uh, behind him. There's at least eight cops with guns pointed at him. And uh, he's now uh, yelling back at them, and they just keep pointing their weapons. Looks to be in. Uh, well, look at look at that trail of cop cars that they have oh, behind there. And and it's about a block from a middle school, by the way. This location, right? So I'm sure the school is. I mean, they're worried probably about that as well. And and look down below on the other side of the uh, the river. Mm-hmm. They've got another half a dozen cop cars. Oh, in case yeah. he, I don't know, he would leap the fence and dive into the river. And oh, uh, uh, one thing's for sure, he's never getting the way out of this. Yeah, he's, he they closed uh, it too tight. He thinks he's got some charm left in him because he's he's still uh, still yapping at the cops. So I will tell you that this kind of de-escalation training right now is what's very paramount with both LA County Sheriff and LAPD. They're working on new training techniques for this for this scenario right here. The challenge that deputies have in these cases is when someone's on some sort of drugs or alcohol like this, they're not reasonable, and it's hard to t- to talk with them. Now, look at their posture. See, they're they're bringing those those shields back up, so right. they're they're sitting there, they're strategizing right now whether to just go in and grab him. The cops are putting on gas masks. Uh, no, they just got that shield up there, which oh. means he's going to lead that. That uh, conga line. No, I, I, Eric thought he saw something. So uh, a couple of them are wearing gas masks, Steve. I, I, the when the frame was zoomed out a bit, you could see. Oh, I didn't guys see on with the gas masks there. in hand. Um, but the, the what'll happen is they're they're posturing now, and uh, you see here they the, come. Yeah. Oh, you must be watching. Are you watching a different channel? You must be. All right. They're, yeah, so they're, they're going go forward in. with their shield. Yeah, and then and, you notice the yellow. The yellow weapon on the right, bottom right there. There's a yellow weapon. Those yellow weapons, yes. that's less lethal. So those are going to be like the bean bags, or uh, yeah. See right there, that's yes, um, I see that. Yeah, that's going to be like a, a semi, uh, like a paintball gun kind of thing. Well, and you've that, got they're, they're holding the shield, and there's about a half a dozen cops. Yeah, see, look, no, he's rolling, no, he's rolling up the he's window. Rolling out the window. <laughs> he's not taking visitors. Well, they're yeah, they're going to go in and extract him. And see, that's a taser, right? Oh, he's, he's oh, moving he, the car. He's trying to He's push. backing up. Yeah, there, there's a police car right behind him, and he's trying to push that police car out of the way. He's got oh, his car in there. the wheels. Yeah, wheels are spinning. And smoke is coming from the back tire now. And he's sticking his head out the window again. And, well, lots oh, of smoke gosh. coming from the two back tires. Oh, that's not good. No. Um, so he's, uh, he's destroying those tires and he's got no way out. Yeah. This, yeah. if he starts to do that again, it, it, it escalates because what happens is that that truck becomes a weapon 
And that's one thing he doesn't realize. Well, all that heat and smoke from the friction, could that could that ignite a fire? Absolutely. It did on that one. Remember that one big chase that afternoon we were all watching out there? Yeah. And that that's exactly what happened. It ignited that rear wheel well. Um, and then it got bad. But this year, if he's not careful and he tries to ram these officers or these deputies, he tries to ram them, they're, they're authorized to use lethal force. I was going to ask you, uh, at, at what point can, what would he have to do to earn uh, some bullets? Well, if he uses that truck as a weapon and intentionally tries to run those deputies down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's have Deborah do the rest of the news live in the 24-hour no campaign. No one sure. wants to hear the rest of the news. They want to hear this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we'll come back to that. If, if, uh, if something happens, yeah, just... Exactly. Um, I'll break into break my own in. self. Yeah. Interrupt yourself. Yeah, I will interrupt break myself. Break into your own self? That yeah. might be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're enjoying a police standoff with a suspect in Compton who took the police on a chase. Uh, he's driving a white pickup truck. And in the uh, flatbed, he's got uh, looks like about five or six tree stumps. They look like tree stumps from here. I Yeah, they be. do. And um, he's uh, in the cab of the truck. And he was looked as if he was inhaling something out of a balloon. And he also fired up something that he was smoking, maybe a vape or a bong. And he's at a dead-end street and uh, just a few feet from a chain-link fence that overlooks one of those lovely cement rivers. He's boxed in by police cars and garbage cans and parked cars at the end of the street. And he's got nowhere to go. And he's been leaning out his window... Uh, a lot, his driver window. Oh, now he's trying to back his uh, pickup into the police car again. He actually is trying to, uh, there's a whole chain of police cars behind him. So he's so stupid. It looks like he just took another hit of something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, since he keeps sticking his head out and looking behind him, he can see there's a whole chain of police vehicles. Going up the block. So there's no way he's going to back out and push those away. And last time he tried, he had his wheels spinning so hard, there was huge clouds of smoke coming out from under the car, which is only going to lead to him blowing up his truck very soon. And he's got at least a half a dozen officers with their guns trained on him. Uh, here comes another group of officers from uh, the passenger side. Now they're holding the security shield and they're opening up the passenger door. And now they just thrown something on the ground. He, he just threw something out the window. Looked like a gun or something small and dark. Uh, now, what what did they throw on the ground there? I, I can't tell. Hopefully, they're going to zoom in. Yeah, they, they'd been shooting uh, like pepper balls at him and, and other non-lethal uh, weapons. Yeah, I'm surprised they don't have a dog going there. But you know what? I mean, I guess... In a way, it's good because he's right. just going to close his window and then the dog would have to go shatter through the window and get hurt. Well, now he's he's, he's leaning out the window again. And he's he's, he's like a fat slob guy. And he's, he keeps putting his uh, dirty T-shirt. He's wearing a gray T-shirt up to his nose. I guess like his eyes, nose might be tearing from the uh, pepper gas. See, now you can see the belly. You see? Yes, you can see the belly hanging out. Yes, <laughs> Very lovely. I know that you like that kind of thing. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. That's a good luck. That's the sign of a winner. You know he's going places. There you go. There it is again. <laughs> yeah. He keeps uh, flashing the belly at people. 
because he's got nothing else to wipe uh, wipe his eyes from the pepper spray. So he's leaning out, looking for oxygen. Cops still have their guns trained on him from across the street. And uh, if he would, uh, uh, well, he must be really high because if he, he should realize that it's. Besides, you know, he hasn't done anything that bad yet. You know, Gascon will let him out in a week or two. There's no reason to run up a, a long string of felonies here. Is he's. I, they fired tear gas at him and pepper balls. Yes. Yeah, so uh, he's hurting. But it's not stopping him. I mean, he's well, you got to give him credit, man. He's not giving up easily. <laughs> I like guys who have no hope at all. But they're, they're not going to surrender. And he's shouting at them. And uh, he's driven. Yeah. You know, he's, Is he's, that the belly still hanging out there? Yeah. Well, now it's back. He's back to sitting inside with the shirt pulled down. <laughs> Maybe the cops yelled at him. Oh, now they're spraying. The cops are going and they're spraying. They just sprayed something in the back of the truck. Can they gas until he passes out? Well, I mean, he does have the window open, though. Yeah. I don't know. What a useful life, huh? How much money are we spending on this? I was thinking that. Just get out already. We're we're, we're all uh, working right now and uh, got to pay the taxes. So we got to have, uh, you know, 20 cops. All right, John, this. there's the belly again. Yeah, there's the belly. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a full belly there. <laughs> he hasn't missed a meal in a while. And he's smoking something. He's, he's leaning out and smoking something yeah. while he's trying to get air from the pepper spray. Now, now they're, Channel 7 is uh, trying to enlarge whatever the cops threw on the passenger side of the car. Oh, Channel 7 is saying that it's a stri it's a spike strip. Oh, I see. So that if he does somehow back, you know, back out. out again, yeah, it's going to pop those tires. Yeah. So he has no options here. Yeah. He's just, look, he's just hanging out smoking. Yep. He's got all the time, you know, in the world. <laughs> he's going to get hungry, though. <laughs> Unless he packed the lunch with him for this. He might start eating a sandwich in between yeah. toasts. <laughs> I, I, I mean, did he? Uh, it was a reckless driving and suspect. DUI. Oh, and DUI, mm -hmm. they think? Yeah, I'd go with that. But is he, um, is that his business truck there? I, it would, you would think. I, mean, I, I don't know. It, what is he, a landscaper? I don't know. Is he, Gardener? he hauls tree stumps around for a living? Yeah, it, we don't have very much information. No. Well, he's now ducked back inside. I see another puff of smoke there. Yeah. He's, so he's having a grand old time. He's really got the vape going. <laughs> and he's constantly leaning out. Seems like occasionally he's shouting at the cops. Right, because it's the cops causing you these problems, right? Yeah. Oh, he's 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 continuing to smoke or eat something i don't know yeah all right more coming up we've got a lot ahead you're listening to john and ken on demand from kfi am 640 ken is away today and we've been watching a standoff in compton on west poplar street uh a guy in a white pickup truck with a collection of steak 
tree stumps on his flatbed, and he's been inhaling something from a balloon and inhaling something, I guess, from a vape pen or a bong. And uh, the police have been firing all kinds of uh, toxic gas at him, pepper balls and tear gas, and uh, they threw spike strips under his vehicle. He took him on a, on a, on a chase uh, where they... Uh, executed the pit maneuver twice and spun him around and both times he jumped over the median and kept going in the other direction and now he's got a lot of police with uh, guns trained at him and uh cop cars behind him backed up down the block and he's at a dead end uh facing a chain link fence overlooking a cement river in compton so nothing's happening right now um newsom as you may have heard yeah, he had uh, run off to, uh, let's see, what was the chain of events? He had declared a state of emergency for the uh, San Bernardino Mountains, among other places, for the big snowstorm, and then he fled. He went to Cabo, and uh, while he was laying on the beach in Cabo, two things happened. He caught COVID, and uh, about a dozen people died in the San Bernardino Mountains uh, in the uh, area from uh, Crestline to Big Bear. Be, uh, some of them uh, may have died. It's hard to tell because they couldn't get any assistance. The roads weren't plowed for two weeks in a, in a lot of neighborhoods. And uh, some of these people were very old and they were sick. And, uh, I mean, I don't know what the death rate is in that region, but 12 just seems like a lot. Um, Newsom uh, picked up COVID second time he's had it. Isn't it ironic, Mr. Lockdown? Mr. Uh, put thousands of businesses out of business. Uh, Mr. Mask, Mr. Close the schools. He's on his second uh, round of COVID. So he's working uh, remotely and he is self-isolating for at least five days. And although he was in a news conference today via Zoom. Um, he had just rescinded the state of emergency mind. He rescinds the state of emergency because the COVID levels are so low here. And he goes off to Mexico and catches it. I wonder if he goes to the same place you go to down in Cabo. <laughs> I wonder if it was the same resort. That was my first thought. I almost texted it to the group chat. <laughs> you, you both may have uh, caught the uh, virus from the same I guy. I thought I caught it here. Yeah. And right. And then the symptoms came out in Cabo, but you know, maybe not. Yeah. Well, he's here. Who knows how many people he spread it to. Uh, San Bernardino County death situation, though. They're, they're, I mean, there's a couple of really awful stories here. And um, a, a not, like the, the, the county is claiming that there's only one death that they can connect directly to the storm, and that was an accident, traffic accident. And uh, their spokesperson says, Mara Rodriguez says, we can only confirm one. The preliminary information in the other deaths does not indicate they are weather-related, but those investigations are ongoing. Uh, but she wouldn't talk about the details of the other deaths so outsiders could see whether there's a connection or not. Uh, it just makes a proclamation, and she goes and hides. Uh, mountain residents spoke to the L.A. Times, and they said, well, we found our neighbors and friends dead in their homes. And because the roads were blocked... They had no heat, no cell service, no food. Uh, if it didn't outright cause the deaths, it certainly contributed to it. And uh, 
there was one woman here who said uh, her name's Michelle Hake, and her sister's been snowed in for days alone in Big Bear. And I don't think people know how dire it is right now, said Hake. We're trying to find people like my sister, people in their homes, and their life is hanging in the balance. Another woman, Laura Johnson, went to the Big Bear Lakes City Council meeting. And during the public comments, she said a friend who lived in the area died during the storms because their home could not be accessed by a dialysis provider. They wouldn't allow the driver to come up and pick up my friend who needed dialysis three days out of the week. And then he passed. Passed away. Now, if that's true, and this is the kind of thing that ought to be investigated, because was it yesterday or the day before? Blake Trolley had, two days ago, Blake Trolley had a interview with a woman who'd left her husband behind. They were out of food. She went down to the grocery store down the hill, was trying to get back up, and they wouldn't let her go. Now, the road had been cleared, one lane. All she had to do was be allowed to go home the way she came, and they wouldn't let her. And she was telling Blake that her husband's sitting at home sharing the cat food with the cat. And trying to get an answer is like, well, if there's a path to go down, why can't you let her go up, especially... I think her husband's 74 years old and trying to fight the cat for the last uh, for the last morsel there. Uh, and and Hake, Michelle Hake says the level of loss I cannot convey just how devastating it's been. Uh, another woman in Crestline in the Skyland community, her name's Rhea Francis Tetley, has a neighbor who's 93, Dolly Avenatti. She was found dead Monday, um, and she, her friend thinks a week without power, stuck in her cold house alone behind mounds of snow, might be what killed her. Um, and they, they had been delivering food and checking in on the woman, but then she just didn't answer her door. She didn't have heat. I think she froze to death in the house, said Tetley. Um, soon after Avenatti's body was found, their street was finally plowed because emergency officials needed to show up to carry out the body. So they didn't, they didn't plow the street until she died and they had to carry her off. There's a lot of elderly people. There's a community called Cedar Pines Park. And, um, now the county officials are saying, yes. We didn't respond well here. I had no idea it was going to be this bad. We don't have the snow plows. We don't have the equipment. We don't have the personnel. And how do you plan for something that's never happened before in anybody's lifetime? Because you know they're never going to spend the money on, uh, on this kind of equipment when it's a good possibility you'll never need it. It makes me wonder what they're going to do now because they may never need it again. So, tough situation up there in the San Bernardino Mountains. More coming up. Oh, right after 2 o'clock, uh, we've got we got Alex Stone at 2. Is that the deal? We're going to talk to Alex Stone coming up right after 2 o'clock. And he's covering uh, the weather as well because there's going to be lots of rain and some places high in the high elevation, some snow. 
coming up on the weekend. So Alex is next. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.